Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Welcome back, friends. In this week's episode, we're making a baked olive and caper spread that is sure to inspire as we march into the new year. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. It is hard to believe that we were already almost midway through January by the time this episode comes out. Thankfully, this particular recipe is evergreen. You can enjoy it at any time of the year. But before we get into the nuances of this creamy baked olive and caper spread, let's check out the cannabis fun fact of the week. Did you know there's a doomsday cannabis seed vault, an underground apocalypse seed bank, preserving a large variety of plant seeds? That is correct. I'm just going to find it online here. It is called this, I'm not going to be able to say this, the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. And it is a, an insulated underground seed bank that is preserving and safeguarding seeds for the future. And I found this particular fun fact on a website called Plant People, but I had to look up the seed vault itself. And they have a website. It's pretty cool. It's kind of wild. It's way up north. It's like under the permafrost. And they are preserving seeds in the event of some kind of global catastrophic event or an apocalypse or whatever, what have you. And, you know, it's been a lot pretty weird last few years. So best to be prepared, I say. They have 1,194,944 different seed samples. That's a lot. So it stands to reason that it should something happen, something cataclysmic, we'll at least have the seeds to regenerate, replant the earth, and perhaps survive a little bit longer. Those lucky few who do manage to survive whatever happens. Now, interestingly, they are not only just preserving seed samples, they have gene banks, Uh, there's 5,974 different species that they have collected. This is a pretty fascinating project. I'm surprised more people aren't talking about this. These numbers are all pulled from the website itself, and I'll link to that in the show notes because it is pretty interesting. But there are also 21,500 cannabis seeds originating from 17 different countries. I was like, that is a staggering amount of cannabis seeds, which represents, I'm sure, a very broad range of different cultivars. My question is, how many different cultivars have you had the opportunity to consume or to grow? I would say I've (laughs) a lot less than that. Let's just leave it at that. Now, this creamy baked olive and caper spread. So personally, as we enter into 2023, and this has happened to me before, I think I talked about this perhaps last week with the Space Cake episode, and if you haven't checked that one out, and you're not trying to rein in your own sweet tooth, that is a fantastic cake that you can infuse, and it's really fast and easy to come together, and it's delicious. 
but I'm trying to rein in my sweet tooth because I did perhaps overindulge a little bit over the holidays. And if I'm being honest, I've probably be probably been catering to my sweet tooth ever since like mid September rolled around. It's like, it's like, the season changed, the weather got cooler, and automatically I was just like, I'm in hibernation mode, and I need to start increasing the volume of carbs that I'm consuming. And my body was just like, eat all the carbs. So for me, that often means sweets because I do have that sweet tooth. So I'm really trying to rein it in. And I'm looking for recipes that are healthy, savory, and also quick and easy to put together because frankly, I don't want to spend all my time in the kitchen. I do enjoy cooking, but you know, I have a life as well. And this particular recipe stood out. Now, as I say, I am looking for healthy and savory recipes, which when it comes to edibles are usually not what you think of. You know, like all of you out there, if you're an edibles enthusiast of any sort, the first thing people think of when they think of edibles is brownies, cookies, gummies, But we all know there's so much more to the world of culinary cannabis than just the classic brownie, which has its rightful place in the world of edibles. I do agree. But sometimes you want to branch out. Sometimes you want to incorporate your edibles life into your regular daily food habits, your regular daily life. And having something that's not necessarily sweet, something that you can enjoy at lunch or for dinner or as a a healthy non-sweet snack is always great to have in, have in your repertoire. So I found this particular recipe on TikTok of all places. Yes, I am on TikTok. Yes, I do have a Bite Me account over there. No, I have not posted any videos yet. And I'm still kind of navigating my way around the site, although I do find it's pretty incredible. Most people think TikTok and they think uh, teenagers doing the trending dances and stuff. And sure, there's a lot of that, but your algorithm will quickly pick up what you're interested in. And of course, I get fed quite a bit of food. Food and comedy are probably the two big things that I get. Food, comedy, and health stuff, actually, is the type of videos that end up showing up on my feed. And I really enjoy that because there are some very creative content creators over on TikTok. And perhaps one day I'll get into the content creation game over there, but I'd really have to hone in my video skills. And that is definitely not an area of expertise of mine, but we'll see what happens. In any case, I found this recipe on TikTok and the video really caught my eye. It was created by a user called The Vegan Foodie. Hats off to you, good sir, for this delicious, simple recipe. And what I really liked about this as well is not only was it simple, and I almost, I don't think I had to go out and buy anything to actually make this particular one, but it's pretty simple to infuse because of the amount of olive oil that's used in this recipe. There's quite a amount of olive oil. And so if you have an infused olive oil, it's very easy just to add or swap out some of the olive oil for your infused version. And that's what makes this one also very simple to infuse however you choose. And it actually does make quite a bit as well. So the volume of the spread that you get from what seems like a pretty small amount of ingredients is rather impressive, honestly. And he recommends using it as a dip, a sandwich spread, or even a marinade. Now, I'm not sure I'll be using it for a marinade anytime soon, but as a dip or sandwich spread, I've already used it as a dip. The sandwich spread sounds delightful, and I'll probably be trying that out after I finish this recording because I'm actually getting pretty hungry just thinking about this particular recipe. So I'm going to pull up the recipe here. 
and just let you know the basics of what's in it. Because they're pretty simple ingredients. Again, another reason why I was attracted to this recipe. And it is vegan, of course. Even if you're not a vegan, you will enjoy this particular spread. You need a full bulb of garlic, which you're going to roast in the oven. You're going to bake three to four slices of lemon in the oven as well. I would actually go a little lighter on the lemon myself. I used four slices. Three might be preferable depending on how much of the lemoniness you want in it. You're also going to bake capers, pitted green olives, and red onion in the oven as well. And you're going to uh, sprinkle all these with, with some olive oils and salt and pepper. The bulb of garlic and the lemon slices went in each individual foil packs sprinkled with the olive oil. Like I said, the garlic, you put on some fresh ground pepper and some salt on it, just a little bit of salt on the lemons. And then the capers and the green olives and the red onion, were I put in a little cast iron pan, just like he did in the video, and then put a lot of oil, olive oil in that little pan and just put those in the oven. And they can all go in at 375 degrees. You just take them out at different times. Now, instead of a green or sorry, a red onion, I didn't have any red onions. So I used a shallot instead or a shallot. I don't know why I was called a shallot, but if I had to guess way back when, and I'm dating myself now on CBC television, there was a very popular show, Anna Green Gables. And there was a, I don't know how, why do I, why is this even coming up in my brain? Um, the lady of Shalott was one of the characters or she, or Anne was emulating this. So every time I think of the onion, I just think Shalott, even though I think it's shallot. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. I, that's what I use because I didn't have a red onion and you're only using a couple thick slices of the red onion. So I just use one small shallot instead. And that seemed to work just fine. The capers I had, I've had a jar of capers in my, unopened a jar of capers in my cupboard forever for that one day where I'm like, maybe I'll use this for something. Well, that day finally came and I was thrilled to have a reason to use it. So now the rest of the jars in the fridge, I'll just have to look for another reason to use capers. And to be honest, I'm not even really sure I know what they are. So if anybody wants to inform me as to what capers are, please, by all means, reach out to me because there is some uncertainty around that, but they are nice, salty little things. And then the pitted green olives. I always have olives in my fridge. And in fact, oftentimes one of my daughters who is an olive lover, I used to buy olives when she lived at home and she was a teenager. You know, the cans of black pitted olives that kind of taste like woody. I would buy those by the can and she would just pop open a can and eat an entire can of olives when she was still living at home. And oftentimes when she comes over to my house, the first thing she does is walk over to my fridge and take olives out of the jar because she loves them also that much. Now, of course, I always buy the olives stuffed with garlic because those are my absolute favorites. So before I put all of these olives into the pan with the olive oil and some salt and pepper again, I had to squish out all of the garlic and eat them. It was awful. Actually, it was fantastic. It was great because I figured you didn't need the extra garlic when you're putting in a whole clove of a whole head bulb of garlic with this as well. So I took out all the stuffings. And you're also going to need a fresh clove of garlic, which will go in afterwards. Pistachios, raw cashews, those are only a quarter cup of each. The longest time, besides the time in the oven for the things, for the items I just mentioned, but that's pretty hands-off time. You do soak the cashews to soften them, so I let them soak for a little while. 
It didn't really give a time. So just while the stuff was in the oven, I'd let them soak. And they do say it's actually healthier to consume a lot of seeds and nuts and grains that way to soak them first. So this makes seems to make this even healthier. The longest part of this whole thing was probably just shelling the pistachios because we had shelled pistachios. Uh, water, white wine. I didn't have white wine, so I used white wine vinegar. I hope that was a good swap, but I used a little less. Then you're going to use your olive oil. It says a third of a cup plus two tablespoons. The third of the cup, I think a lot of that went into the pan and drizzled on top of those other items. And then the two tablespoons you could put in afterwards into the blender. And that's where you can use your ratio of infused to not infused. Uh, It called for agave nectar or maple syrup, chili flakes, the half tablespoon of lemon marmalade. I'm not really sure what that was. So I actually kind of just skipped it and chopped fresh coriander leaves, fresh lemon juice and salt. And that's pretty much it. And I just realized now as I'm reading this that I forgot to put in the fresh coriander leaves after the sauce is blended. So I may have to go back and add that. And that's going to really add a whole new element to this dip. I'm like, God, I'm so excited. That is amazing. Huh. Okay. That's really going to change the flavor profile. It was good before, but it's going to be even better. Okay. My mind is blown. I cannot wait because I was planning, I'm so hungry right now. I was planning on going down and making some kind of sandwich of some sort and then using this spread. I've been taste testing it quite a bit when I was making it before, but now it's funny how sometimes you miss certain ingredients. And I was looking at this ingredient list quite a bit as I was making this. And so I got all the ingredients out. That's something I like to do when I'm when I'm cooking or baking. If I'm following a recipe, I like to get out, or even if I'm not following a recipe and I'm just winging it, I like to get out all this stuff so it's there ready at hands within arm's length so that I can make use of it as I need it. But I somehow missed a pretty important ingredient because that does make a difference. Luckily, I have I actually have coriander. I just bought some. I think that other people would know that as cilantro. And so that I bought some just the other day. It's in my fridge. And of course, I'm always looking for reasons to use it up because it inevitably, I don't know if this happens to you, but you buy a bunch of herbs from the store for a particular reason. And then you use that amount. And then oftentimes you're just pulling the rest of it out of the fridge. A little while later, limp, dead looking. And you're like, ah, what a waste. Food's getting too expensive to waste these days as well. Have you noticed any excuse to make use of that in my fridge is always good. Essentially, you're going to put all those items in the, in this, in the oven, those first three items, like I mentioned, let them bake. You're going to let them cool. And then you add everything else into the blender and blend away. And you can, of course, blend as much or as little as you like. If you want a coarser consistency, which actually looks pretty good. And I kind of, I blended mine until it was very smooth. And I kind of wish now that I hadn't because there's something nice about that uh, coarser consistency. But the choice is yours, really. And at the end of the day, the flavor profile is going to be the same. That is essentially this week's recipe. Like I said, I might go a little light on the lemon, but I'm really going to have to add that cilantro to really make a judgment on that. I will link to the video in the show notes. Sometimes when I was following along with this recipe, my only, I don't want to say criticism because it was fantastic, but my only note would be that I found some of the written instructions a little unclear in some spots. But, and so I was going back and forth between the the written description and the video itself because I kind of screenshotted the written description. The description of everything that you need is in the video as well. 
And so I think I can link to that. I can bet it and the website. So just head over to Bite Me Podcast and find the episode webpage and you'll see the video of this particular spread being made, which is very handy and his suggestions as you go along. He does also have again, a a TikTok profile, but I believe he's on all the socials and he has a website as well. So if you're interested in some vegan, healthy eating, something creative, this guy seems to be pretty prolific in uh, in his recipes. And if you're looking for something healthy to infuse, then I'm sure you'll find something delightful over there. So you'll find all of those in the webs or over on his website. And I'll make sure to link to all of that. I'm not vegan myself. I do feel that it is always healthy to focus a lot more on plants than we probably normally do. I'm always trying to find ways to eat more vegetables and having a delicious creamy spread like this or dip is one way to encourage you to eat some of those vegetables. So I hope you enjoy this recipe. Give it a try. If you do, let me know what you think and any variations that you made to make it your own. Until next week, my friends, stay high.